welcome to the podcast here is mitali who is going to answer the answer your questions that we have received mitali start now good morning everyone my name is mitali i am an energy healer and a therapist i majorly work for sound mental health through holistic healing approaches like reiki counseling hypnotherapy pranic healing meditation aromatherapy and much more the ultimate aim of achieving mental health is you deal with all the arenas of your life may it be physical may it be mental may it be emotional may it be financial may it be social spiritual anything anything that you deal with in your day is going to contribute to your mental health your thought processes your physical health your actions your work everything is going to be there today we have received questions um from the listeners and we would be very happy to answer them now over to you amar abhilash so how is a uh, mental health and emotions hello hello are you listening yes so how is the mental health and uh, emotions related emotions and mental health uh, work side by side so how does they relate with each other so we already discussed that any thought process you have the thought process is going to give a shape to an emotion and the emotion will be felt by the individual and this feeling will result into an action this action can be physical this action can be emotional this action can be anything but the way you emote it can be a positive emotion it can be a negative emotion according to these emotions we act in our life relationships are about action you cannot have silent relationships you don't have uh, two people sitting with each other and not talking to each other not involved with each other um not affected by each other's behavior so whatever a person feels is going to be shown in the actions in that relationship may it be a mother father relationship may it be a girlfriend boyfriend relationship may it be a husband wife relationship may it be the friendships relation between best friends so any kind of relation is there they will only work on emotions you cannot have a relationship without emotions if you don't love somebody you cannot be in relationship with them if you don't feel for somebody or if you don't have a um you know reason without you know without a reason the relationship will not exist and this reason is emotion you feel attached to this person you you can be involved personally you can be involved professionally also you have a relation with your boss the employees have relationships with each other the employee employer have a relationship so wherever you will go there is a relationship because there is a sharing of bond may it be a personal bond may it be a professional bond so there is a give and take relationship going on how well you can balance this give and take or how well you can understand each other's emotion will define the relationship and hence emotions are 100% responsible for any kind of relationship you are in or you want to get into next question 
what is the place or importance of relationship in life of an individual okay so a human being we are specifically talking about human beings a human being is a social you know entity social entity means you need to act within you know the society you have society norms you have society um, opinions you have societal uh, characteristics so being a social entity means you are interrelated to other social entities all the humans are connected with each other and without social interaction a human survival is not possible this is how they are built this is how their mind is built okay so when an individual gets into a relationship it becomes very important for them to understand the um you know the importance of it and in life for example if you don't have any relationship let's say you are just an individual and you're just staying alone being alone has no purpose of life being alone being isolated has no purpose of life what are you getting out of your life so relationships are mandatory for example let's say if somebody is um is a boss so if the person cannot have good relation with their employees the company will not work similarly if the mother and father do not have a good relation with each other their life and their children's life is going to be suffering even if a person stays you know alone let's say um there are a lot of people who are gamers there are a lot of people who you know who are in it who are just with their laptops or with their system throughout the day and night so that is also a relationship a relationship is not only with the um, living entity it can be with the non living entity also the phone is an entity the laptop is an entity internet itself is an entity so without relationship an individual cannot survive this is the level of importance relationships hold in one's life next question how to deal with uh, toxic and uh, healthy relationships yes so very good question this one is a lot of times people have relationships but they don't understand if they are toxic or if they are healthy toxic means unhealthy relationship unhealthy relationships mean that an individual is sacrificed in one or the other manner either they are dominated either they are lacking their voice they can't stand for their decisions they don't have a decision making power toxic relationships are when the uh, you know one individual is not respecting the other individual in the relationship they are disrespected they are uh, made to feel inferior they are made to feel they are not good enough they are not worth irrespective of how many efforts they make they are being made to feel that they are just not good enough this is these are the few characteristic of toxic relationship whereas in healthy relationship there is an equal space for both the individuals both the individuals have equal say and whatever they decide for a relationship is mutually agreed
it's not that only one person will say and the other have to agree all the time no in a healthy relationship both the partners are equally involved and again i'm saying in this relationship relationship is not only love relationship any relationship may it be in the professional life may it be in the personal life in personal life also there there are parents there are siblings there are friends there are teachers there are peer group so all of with all of them you have a relationship so this is very impactful because this is going to decide your growth in life if you don't have a good relation with your teacher if you don't have a good relation with your parents or if parents don't have a good relation with their child it is going to impact their life the flow of life a child can succeed in something in let's say 6 months but because they are not given healthy environment they are not given healthy uh, warmth the child might struggle throughout their life and they will still not achieve anything in life so this this is how you know uh this is what exactly differs in toxic relationship in any healthy relationship next question but people take it granted na yes because you don't set boundaries in relationship so for example um there are two people in relationship one person is always demanding another person is always fulfilling the demands the person who is fulfilling the demands is happy fulfilling the demands and the person who is demanding is also happy demanding so there is no conflict there but at the moment if the person is demanding but the other person feels that no i am not supposed to be doing everything all the time then you are supposed to speak up you are supposed to share this that you know i am not responsible for anything even you have to play an equal role and if there are there is no equal role played between two individuals in a relationship that relationship really doesn't have a value it doesn't need to grow because this is going to affect your health drastically and in a negative manner next question what is the tools used for couple counseling there are many tools used for couple counseling the first one is the therapy obviously uh, there is couple counseling done couple therapy is done there are tools given uh, for example journals are given they are given tasks to do reflection journal is given where both the partners are made to reflect on each other's lives and the role they play in each other's lives then there are um, exercises that are done for uh, building trust making partners as a bond this couple counseling is there um in parents in friends in uh, individuals who are just dating who want to know each other well so um even other tools are there let's say yoga is there anywhere where you both participate equally it can be meditation it can be yoga um it can be watching series or movies together therapy obviously has the topmost priority because uh, two individuals sometimes become um completely overshadowed by each other's personalities and you know they have uh, um very common per, you know um, what do we say common image for each other and you need a third person to show the mirror or you need a th- third person to guide you properly and hence therapy is the best tool that is used for couple counseling or 
uh, for strengthening the relationships of couples. Next question. How to differentiate reality and uh, dream in a mental disability or disorder? Okay. So, when we come to reality and when we come to illusions, the first thing that we need to understand is what exactly is the reason for the same. For example, um... I am not good at something is a reality. But I will make sure people believe that I am good at something. That is my illusion. Also, illusions come up um, in the form of fantasies. Fantasies as in um, mentally, you know, uh, being in relationship with somebody, mentally... Um, achieving something which is not there, mentally thinking of situations which are just not possible. Fantasizing is one of the most uh, common illusions, you know, um, seen in um, individuals. They dream a lot, you know, they have dreams. Uh, sometimes these dreams are just not realistic because it involves the um, resources which are just not available with you. And you are influenced by the outside environment. For example, with movies, I will say, uh, let's say people watch superhero movies or people see movies where uh, something very um, fancy or glamorized is shown. Now this person is not understanding that this movie is only made for entertainment purpose. This person would like to imprint the same on his or her life. Now this is illusion. If, you're a, if you know you see Spider-Man and you would like to become one, that is an illusion. If you see Superman and you feel the same about, you know, as the Superman feels, that is an illusion. And the illusion arises only and only because we detach ourselves from the reality. This majorly happens with the individuals who have suffered a severe childhood trauma, who have uh, suffered a gap in their life or a void in their life. There is something missing in their life. And to fill up this gap, they will dream of, they will, you know, uh, have illusions of everything that will fill up their voids of life. Next question. But children uh, feel like they are superheroes, Superman, Batman. Yeah, children will feel. Because uh, by the age of 14, you know, till a child reaches the age of 14, it's the age where they are actually creating the major uh, experiences and feelings of their life. So before 14, they don't really have the differentiation of what is uh, the reality, what is the illusion. They will believe whatever they are said to. So in psychology, uh, we always say a child is like, you know, the word used for a child is tabula rasa. Tabula rasa means a blank slate. Blank. The child is like a blank slate. Whatever will be written on it, it will be taken as a reality for the child. This happens till the age of 14. After the age of 14, they become individuals who can decide for themselves. What is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is bad, what is reality, what is illusion. They will be able to conceive it now after the age of 14. Before that, everything is there for them. That's true. 
because they have not yet created the biases in their mind the neural pathways are not completely made hence for a child to feel like that it is very common and it is okay to feel that because the child is now understanding how it feels and they will practice the same and when they practice they will know if they are succeeding or if they are failing and with that experience they will understand oh this is not the reality and i'm not supposed to get into this let me get into something which is the real situation in life next question how to deal with multiple disorders like a person having four personalities uh, 10 personalities in their mind and it is overcoming overpowering the person okay so there are uh, multiple personality disorders there are uh, disorders which are uh, let's not talk about multiple personality but there are personality disorders in which you can become a person you are not there are a lot of uh, disorders for example there are anti social personality disorder there is histrionic personality disorder um there are disorders wherein um, you don't understand what's exactly happening with you you know then there are um, disorders where uh, you know you know your narcissistic narcissistic sorry narcissistic personality disorder is very common one where a person is becomes very selfish and they become very attent you know they just seek attention they don't want to do anything in life they just want attention of everybody now from where does it come this again the any kind of personality disorder comes from a very 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 traumatic childhood or adulthood and by traumatic i means that they are they have been beaten up they have been thrashed out very badly they become people without empathy empathy means to understand others emotions but here the people who have personality disorder especially narcissistic personality disorder they really have no empathy if you feel good it doesn't bother bother them if you feel bad it again is not you know of a reality to them all they want to do is whatever will make them happy then in four personalities as you said there are 10 personalities there are four personalities uh till date there has been only one case where i have had the highest personalities and uh, it was i think 16 16 personalities so why do you have this in personality multiple personality disorders you are the same person physically but your characteristics change so sometimes you become a person who is very happy sometimes you become a person who is very angry and have different uh, you know characteristics for example there was this um, series came uh, where um, abhishek bachchan was there uh, i don't i'm not able to get the name of the series mm, but there um, on some of the ott platform it came so the meaning was this character had two sides breathe yeah breathe into the shadows was the name of the um, series so here one of the character is uh, bad and one of the character is very good is very soothing and humble but because of a childhood trauma they take their shape into another personality which will save them they feel that you know, this personality is my saver so they take you know um, 
refuge into that characteristic so whenever the situations in life will change their personality will change so sometimes if i am in a happy mood i am going to be very good but suddenly if i am given a difficult situation or a situation which is fearful or you know where i am not feeling protected i will instantly change into another personality this comes in life where you have been severely traumatized by your elders by anybody um there are situations like rapes there are molestations physical abuses this is real for male and female both actually this is real for all the genders where they are traumatized severely their self esteem is thrashed out their self respect is just completely you know thrashed and hence they develop personality disorders later in stages wherein they have the personalities which safeguard the personality which is vulnerable next question no if one person has two characters in mind so one character is overpowering other character and other other character is overpowering the personality of the person then how to deal with that this is what i am saying so here the uh, the personality which is overpowering or which is dominating thinks that it is his or her responsibility to safeguard the other personality and because of this excessive caring feeling or feeling that no i am more strong i am more powerful they overpower the other personality only and only on the basis of concern they think it is their duty to take care of the other personality and hence they will become dominating because they think the other one doesn't have power enough they are weak and vulnerable so they don't have any kind of help so i must help them next question how to deal with a online relationship where you doesn't meet the online person how you make that sure that it is a, the person it is a person it is all it is a living thing hmm. so i think uh, during the covid times we have seen this the most that you know you don't have any physical interaction with people even your close people and because a lot of people who are feeling the need of relationship or you know they like people to talk whenever they get into a relationship the first thing is once when you are getting into a relationship with somebody when you are starting to talk to somebody talk about these people you know what do they like what do they don't like see them call them up for calling and viewing i think that is the first thing that will clear up your doubt on if the person is real or not second if you think this person is real you talk about these people where they are born where they have been you know build build a rapport with people the moment you build a rapport you will understand if they are genuinely there or not there why are they actually talking to you it takes some time so don't judge people or don't uh, create a judgment or a notion just you know by meeting somebody for five times or four times take time take you know everything takes time when they build up may it be basic friendships may it be any kind of relationship so take time in understanding uh, what exactly is the um, reality of the other person next question how to deal with a person who always break promises who always break promises oh yes Okay so there are two scenarios here uh one the first question is 
why is this person wanting to break the promises the first question and second what kind of promises are there and who with whom is this is you know are these promises being broken off there are two types of individuals who take promises one person will uh, you know forcefully promise you know take promises from the other person where the other person is not ready but they don't want to hurt you or they don't want you know to lie to you or you know let's say not lie to you but they don't want you to get hurt so they will say yes to everything you say they will agree to everything you say but in reality when the situation comes up they know this is just not possible and hence there they have to make the choice of breaking this promise this is one scenario second scenario is the person on the first place didn't make it you know um, from the heart they are not connected they are not uh, bothered with whatever the promises are and they will break it because they are not feeling any connection with the other person with whomsoever the, the promise is being made so first understand when you are making a promise with somebody are they equally you know um, sensing the seriousness or importance of this promise also promises create expectations not all the people are able to uh, live up to the expectations so they not knowingly but unknowingly tend to break promises second thing this again uh, i am time and again saying this thing that any individual who you know who has a behavior which is hurting the other person or which is upsetting the other person has its roots in their parenting in their own house there is this scenario also that maybe their their parents have done the same thing to them in their childhood they have asked for something they were not given they made promises to meet but they did not meet they made promises to give time to their child attention to their child but they did not give so lot of promises were broken for this person and now this person is just giving it ahead so it is very that's why i'm saying whenever you enter in a relationship with somebody build your rapport with this person you must understand what kind of person is this and from what background is this person coming no i am not talking about physical background but i am talking about emotional background as we have started this series with that the emotions are the backbone of a relationship so you must understand the emotional past of this person before you enter into a relationship where you think you can make a promise with this person next question so uh, you are uh, discussing about breathe right breathe whom series breathe yeah yeah so in that series abhishek bachan has two personalities which is uh, switches yes yes so how um, someone knows that it uh, i have to switch to this person i have switch to that person Because they have no idea this is involuntary function it is a completely involuntary function because of a trigger uh whichever emotion was hurt you know when this personality was created whenever the same fear whenever the same emotion comes up this personality is triggered and the moment the personality is triggered they will switch on to the other personality it is not in your control when you are suffering from a multiple personality disorder you have no control over your switching to personalities it is always triggered by the emotions or the situations you are in next question 
no there is no questions so i request okay. people to give their questions on google form and uh, they can directly put their questions on your dms so that's it for today in the next episode we should discuss about the questions we have received thank you so much thank you so much please have a good day thank you